Axis Mundi. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College. And uh, I am, if, if you listen to this show, you know that every week I'm thrilled because I get to have a conversation with a, a smart, insightful person. And I've usually read their book or something like that. Today, I don't know about the words that one could have to express uh, how I feel about our guest today. Uh, somebody who's been an inspiration for public scholarship in the humanities for a long time, particularly in religious studies and uh, someone who's fearless, uh, insightful, and intrepid, and so that is uh, Dr. Anthea Butler. So, Anthea, thank you for being here. Oh, wow, thank you. That kind of introduction, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a high bar. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, I've seen you, well, you're gonna fill it because you're you and, and that's how it works. But let me, let me tell folks uh, about, uh, about you. Uh, Dr. Anthea Butler is Associate Professor of Religious Studies and Africana Studies at the University of Pennsylvania, sought after commentator on the BBC, MSNBC, CNN, History Channel, PBS, basically everywhere, uh, is uh, somebody who writes regularly on race, religion, politics, pop culture for NBC, Religion News Service, The Washington Post, CNN, and, and other places. Her books include Women in the Church of God and Christ, Making a Sanctified World, which is uh, out by uh, UNC Press, and has a, a very exciting uh, couple of new projects, one that is directly related to our show, and that is uh, white Evangelical Racism, The Politics of Morality in America. You can already pre-order that on Amazon. It'll be out in March. Um, and uh, that is also out with UNC Press. And so you need to uh, check that out and uh, put that at the top of your list. Um, Anthea, let me just say this. You uh, are interim chair of your department. A couple weeks ago, yeah. you organized an international uh, scholar strike. Uh, you're writing two books. Uh, I, every time I, I turn on the television or read the paper, you're, you got a new op-ed. So um, a lot of folks are wondering, when was the last time that you slept? Was that? Uh, last night. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> I didn't get in bed until like one <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I was up pretty early this morning. I, I do sleep. I enjoy sleep. Uh, I do nap because okay. I used to not take naps when I was a kid, and now I pay for it by taking naps. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I got a lot going on. I don't know if I finish it all right, but uh, yeah, I get it. I got a lot going on. Well, we were originally going to talk about, um, and I, I think we still will, but you know, you are one of the captains in the newly launched uh, Catholics for Biden initiative. Uh, there's, there's 36 captains. You're one of them alongside Virginia Senator Tim Kaine. Uh, Donna Brazil, Samantha Power, who used to be the, the U.S. ambassador to the U.N. So we'll, we'll probably come back to that. It's important. But we need to talk about what's happening uh, right now uh, as we speak. And that is the fact that uh, over the weekend, uh, we found out that Trump has uh, COVID, that he came down with COVID last week. The timeline is a little bit murky. But uh, I think we can probably start by talking about what some folks are calling the Red Wedding, or the Rose Garden, um, whatever you call it, the gathering slash party slash whatever at the White House last week, uh, celebrating the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett, seems to have been a super spreader event. Uh, she herself had COVID. Uh, she was not uh, masking uh, and seemingly did not uh, understand herself to be, you know, contagious. 
Um, it seems as if Trump knew he had COVID sometime early last week. Uh, people are trying to figure this out. Um, so, Anthea, let me just ask you about your initial thoughts on, on what, I mean, this avalanche of news. Uh, Trump sent out photos this weekend of him signing blank pieces of paper that were supposed to have been hours apart. We now know they were 10 minutes apart. He took a joyride in a, uh, in a Secret Service car yesterday that uh, no doubt endangered some of his Secret Service uh, bodyguards. People universally slammed it on social media as a sad uh, show of um, uh, faux masculinity. Um, so let me just open, open with all of that. What do you think? What's on your mind? <laughs> we, well, only, the, we only have a couple minutes here. so we I know, I only have a couple minutes. So uh, there's a lot on my mind. But let me just first say for your listeners, since this is straight white American Jesus, and some of them will, will respond to this, this is much more than any thief in the night or left behind movie that could have ever possibly predicted, okay? Like this thing has jumped the shark like so big that I don't even, I mean, how are we going to even like make a movie about this like another 15 or 20 years from now? I don't know. But so let's start with the beginning. Let's start, let's start with the, the passing of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and, and the ascension of Amy Coney Barrett to be the next um, Supreme Court justice. I think that um, we had a tell the week before when, when Trump gave a whole list of what he thought would be potential third, uh, third party candidates, right? Third people that he would put up for to be um, you know, the Supreme Court justice, and they probably already knew she was sick. So, of course, he always tips his hand, and this will become apparent later on. So, and the passing of, of RBG, and then this, you know, outcry of mourning that everybody had, of course, right? You know, she dies on, which all of this has a religious tint to it, which is why I'm, I'm going through this narrative of, you know, she passes away on Yom Kippur, that means she's a righteous person. I'm not gonna to try to pronounce the Hebrew because everybody knows I'm from Texas and I'm gonna botch it up anyway. Um, and then we have this immediate appointment of Amy Coney Barrett and this party in the Rose Garden. Now, you know, the administration has flaunted all of the COVID-19 um, protocols and regulations. But there has been a theme throughout this. And the theme has been basically this. Um, this is going to go away. We shouldn't worry about it. You don't really need to wear a mask. A mask is about, you know, your freedom and you shouldn't be trammeled and you shouldn't have to wear a mask. Um, you should you should also believe everything that Trump has said about it's going away instead of believing what he told Bob Woodward that, uh, you know, I really wanted to downplay it and everything else. And then they do the worst thing of all. They have this big giant thing in the Rose Garden, which by the way, was redesigned to look like a mausoleum slash funeral, uh, you know, like graveside place, right? And they put all these chairs in and they don't socially distance people. You test them beforehand and you tell them they can take up a mask if they're negative. But we all know that you can be negative at some points during this disease and then you know, positive at other points, right? But he puts everybody together. And so you have a variety of luminaries there from politicians and people who work in the administration to religious people. And now we have an outbreak of COVID. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that 
for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 